In the name of the Father, and in the Son, and in the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. This is uh, Father David Elias. I'm sure you all know me. Uh, we see each other always at church. Uh, today I'm recording this Sunday morning, uh, March 22nd, 2020. It is also uh, the, thir the 13th of Baramhat, 1736. And it's a very uh, strange feeling, to say the least, to be here Sunday morning at home uh, while I'm recording uh, this message to the general congregation, um, not to a specific uh, group. Um, I'm sure you all know we're going all through this quarantine or shelter-in uh, period of time until we go through um, the current circumstances that the world's going uh, through because of the coronavirus. I'll not dwell on this much just because I'm sure you're, uh, you have all the information that you need to know. I'm just wishing that you all stay safe. Uh, and um, follow clearly the instructions of, and the recommendations given by the government, I think, for, for all of us to be safe. Um, again, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's today's Sunday um, uh, of the Samaritan woman, um, where we read the Gospel of uh, John, chapter 4, the majority of the uh, chapter, we read pretty much uh, a big portion of this uh, chapter. Before I get there, um, this chapter takes place in uh, around uh, Jacob's well. Uh, the, the conversation between the Lord and the Samaritan woman takes place around uh, what the gospel describes to us to be Jacob's well. Uh, it's a well of water where people draw out water and, and uh, drink. Uh, interestingly, in my uh, in last year's my trip, uh, when I went to Jerusalem, we stopped by this well. This well still exists. According to the tradition, actually there is a church uh, built in this church. And I guess I invite you to look it up. Uh, look up uh, Jacob's well. Church. And uh, I just thought this maybe if I shared this with you, uh, it would make you a little bit more interested uh, to look it up actually. Uh, because um, when we went uh, to, uh, to Israel, um, we stopped by this church. It's like a monastery or a church, it's by the uh, Greek Orthodox. Uh, in Israel, they call him the Room Orthodox. Um, look it up and see the uh, icons in this church. It, it's, it's absolutely, absolutely incredible. Um, uh, what's more amazing about this church, uh, bear with me, I'm going to get into the gospel uh, soon. Um, what's more incredible about this church and the icons in this church is that Every icon in this church is drawn by the priest or the monk who lives in this church. 
they still exist. Um, he's the one who's taking care of this church. And um, when you look it up, you will be just incredibly amazed. There's an incredible amount of icons uh, on the wall and in the ceiling. And, and, and it, it's absolutely, absolutely beautiful. And absolutely beautiful to see someone dedicated his life to make the house of God uh, looks this beautiful and uh, maintained this uh, uh, beautiful uh, presence, I guess, of the saints and angels uh, depicted in, in the icons. Um, when you go to this church, the church is almost two layers. Uh, the first layer is where the congregation should gather and pray. And then uh, you find stairs that takes you downstairs to, um, to the lower level where the actual well uh, of Jacob is. Uh, until now, uh, people go and draw out water and and uh, drink uh, from it. So, uh, not taking too much time on this, I, I just thought to share this uh, piece of information. Maybe uh, it will be interesting uh, for you to look it up. Anyway, so today, uh, as you know, uh, the Gospel is read from John chapter 4. I will... Uh, read uh, three verses and we'll contemplate on those and again in, in light of all the current events that everyone is, is home today we're not at church and I can pretty much imagine everyone from the congregation uh, where uh, they are sitting as most of you you know sit in, in, in your own dedicated uh, place almost um so this is from the encounter of the Lord and the Samaritan woman, uh, as the Lord, according to uh, the Gospel, um, he came um, to the city called Sikar, uh, which is in Samaria. So the Lord left Judea, and um, departed to Galilee. And on the way from Judea to Galilee, he stopped by Samaria, and he stopped by the city called Sikar in Samaria. You find this introduction in verses uh, 3, 4, and 5. And then we come together to verses 21 to 23, and I'm going to read these and we'll take a short contemplation uh, about this. Uh, verse 21, uh, Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know, we know what we worship for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such to worship Him. And glory be to God for every man. What we just read is verses 21 to 23. A debate over a place of worship which ironically I, 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 it comes to be almost perfect for, for us now that we are used to go to 
church to worship God and or presumably to go to church to worship God. Um, but today's not happening. Today we're home. And so there seems to have been a debate between the Samaritans and the Jews about where to worship. Um, I'm not going to talk again about the problems between the Samaritans and the Jews and where the Samaritan came from. I think we talked about this um, many times as we come and we encounter this gospel uh, in, the, in our liturgical year. Uh, but but the, there was a debate over where to worship. The Samaritan worship in Mount Gerzim. And uh, the Jews worship in Mount Zion. This is where Jerusalem is, uh, the holy city. Um, and they worship in the temple. And so because of this animosity between them, um, there was a debate about do we worship in Mount Gerzim or is it the true worship in Jerusalem? Um but Gerzim was rejected because it's coming from the Samaritans and they're not truly Jews in a sense. They're mixed and so their worship according to uh, the Jews is not acceptable. But the Jews themselves were not perfect either in, in their worship. So two problems with uh, the Jewish worship at that time. One, it has become a worship centered on rituals and rituals only. Empty from worshiping God truly. Empty from uh, worshiping God in their hearts. I mean, remember, the Jews themselves were commanded to do that. Love God with all your heart and all your mind and all your strength. That was the main and center commandment. Their worship was not to be just um, motions in, in, in animal sacrifice or uh, raising incense or just certain actions and certain prayers recited uh, empty from the love of God. And, I, and so, so when the Lord says it's not about worshiping in Mount uh, in, in Jerusalem, he's, he's hinting to the fact that it's not about the place. You've, even the Jews, they've been, you know, living their worship in a uh, in rituals and rituals only empty from their hearts and minds were not in the right uh, uh, in the right relationship with God. But also the worship of the Jews was rejected um, because uh, they have not accepted Christ. I mean, he came to his own and his own did not receive him, according to the Gospel of John. And so, um, and so Jerusalem's worship also was, was rejected in that sense. So t two reasons. We understand why Gerzim is not accepted as a place to worship. But also Jerusalem was not accepted because, one, they perform rituals without a heart. Uh, two, they've rejected, uh, uh, they've rejected Christ. And so the Lord is coming and saying there is a true worship. There should be a true worship. And there, there are true worshipers who worship God. Um, I want to bring your attention to things that the Lord repeated. One, he said, that's in verse 21. Uh, the hour is coming when you will neither 
on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. So there is this, the hour is coming, that's coming in the future. But then in 23, he says, the hour is coming and now is. So in 21, he talks about this hour that is yet to come. And then the hour that is happening now. Um, the hour that's happening now is the hour of his presence. This becomes the time of worship. He says, um, the hour of worship is now here because I am present. Um, in the Gospel of John in chapter 1, uh, he speaks about that he dwells among us. He dwells among us. Um, uh, we read this always in the uh, in the early in the first hour of of uh, of, of Agbeya when we say um, uh, the word came and was made flesh and dwelt among us, and that's him. Uh, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. It's it's John one fourteen. Uh, and so he brings to the Samaritan's woman uh, the attention that the hour is coming and now is. Um, and so and so he brings our attention a different kind of worship. He takes he moves he takes the Samaritan woman from the worship and the focus on that place to the worship of God in the heart. Um, and and so the true worship, uh, the orientation of true worship is. Uh, oneself towards the Father in such a way that God becomes the uh, vital person to our lives. Uh, so I repeat this again. A, a true worship is the orientation of oneself towards the Father in such a way that God becomes the vital one in our lives. Um, it's that we turn ourselves to God. And I think this is very important for our times now. Um, Christ ought to be the center of worship. Um, he ought to be the center of worship at church, ought to be the center of worship at home, ought to be the center of worship in the heart. Uh, I Again, a true worship is to reorient our hearts to worship God uh, and that God becomes uh, the vital one in our lives or the crucial one in our lives. Um, and this is really what, what the psalmist says, test me, O Lord, and examine my heart and my mind. Uh, he wants to approach God in, 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 in a pure heart, in a pure mind that's focused on Him. Uh, test me it does not mean like see what I'm doing what I'm doing wrong only that's not what he probably means only that probably is one element but test me is examine my worship show me if my worship is uh, true so examine my heart and my mind in the way that I even worship you um, and so and so uh, let's take this time where we don't have maybe a physical place to go to worship God uh, to examine our heart um, you know in the past again church for us might have been a place to gather to worship yes 
a place to gather to pray, yes. But in other times, our presence in church might not have been a place to worship or to pray, but maybe have become has become a place to uh, just gather and, and be socially present. Um, and so we, we let's take this time to examine our hearts truly. So we come back to God with our hearts, and when we come back, uh, we come back to God as His sacred people, uh, gathered in His sacred place, the church, around His sacred uh, sacraments. And so I hope this is the time to change the way we think of things. And um, I want to finish with uh, one point. When the Lord said uh, the time uh, will come, uh, and then in another time he said the time uh, is coming and now is. So the hour is coming, and the hour is coming and now is. 1 in 21 again and 1 in 23. Uh, the hour is coming only in 21 probably refers to that perfect worship uh, to God in spirit and truth when we go to the heavenly Jerusalem. And the hour is coming and now is that has to do with us worshiping God in spirit and truth here on earth. We will not be able to enjoy this worship in spirit and truth in the later on time, in the perfect time, in the uh, uh, end of time, unless we worship him now, the hour is coming and now is. That step that we're in now is so profound, and it's a growing step towards this perfect worship. Uh, so we, we need to take this time that we are either you know now at home or now in life, to prepare us for this true worship that yet to come in the perfect time uh, when we worship God in spirit and in truth, uh, all of us uh, together uh, in heaven. Uh, and until uh, I see you again uh, uh, at St. Athanasius, uh, I wish that we all uh, remain in prayers, that we pray for uh, uh, the peace of the world and the health uh, of everyone. Pray for the government and the um, medical professionals and and everyone to stay uh, uh, safe. And until I see you in St. Athanasius, God willing, hopefully soon, uh, stay safe and uh, uh, stay uh, praying and worshiping God in spirit and truth. Glory be to God forever. Amen.